What's up, guys? Welcome to the first episode of the On Base Podcast. My name is Dylan Nightingale, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, the man himself, Danny Jansen. How are we doing today, bro? Good, Dylan. Thanks for having me, bro. Uh, as you said earlier, before we started this up, uh, you're a longtime follower of the page, so that makes it even more special that you're the first guest. So definitely huge. Um, Got it, man. Pretty crazy year for you in 2022, besides setting a bunch of career highs. Um, outside of baseball, you got married in January and, uh, you had a kid in October. How's that? Yeah, it's good, man. It's, uh, so we, we actually, we eloped during COVID times, but we had those, the, you know, the wedding, um, January 2nd, 2022. So it was a huge start to the year already. Right. And then go through a season and then, and then, uh, you know, we, we, we know that, um, she was pregnant kind of the whole season since January. So we were, you know, expecting a baby in October and we got our boy miles and it's been full, full dad mode. And, and, uh, it's been amazing. So, you know, I couldn't be more excited. I'm sure. I'm sure. And who knows, we may add some dad pop in uh, 2023. That's what we're we're hoping for. A few more homers. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah. Um, as I said, wild off season for you, aside from obviously having a kid, as soon as the off season started, your name was in some trade rumors. How is that like managing trade rumors? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's, you know, it's a bit challenging to avoid. I mean, I tried to do my best to avoid it, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you really can't really control it. Right. So it's, um, but again, it's still like there, you know, you still have like some friends that might say something or, sure or all you know some maybe some family that's that because i try to stay out of it but i can't control what they do you know what i mean so um but yeah i just try to keep my head down work on myself you know obviously you know having a kid and just trying to be the best dad i can be and then get myself my myself you know personally ready and prepared mentally physically and uh, just try to stay that course it's definitely the way to do it um as i said there are three talented catchers on the 40-man roster headed into the offseason for toronto it was you kirk and moreno what does that mean to you if they like decided to stick to you and were able to part with such a young talent in Moreno? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a grateful feeling, you know, I mean, it's, you know, being like with the longest tenured guy, it's a, it's a cool thing. And, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's out of my control, but, uh, you know, I guess it means that, you know, they got faith in us, faith in me and, uh, you know, that, that goes a long way. It's a good feeling for sure. Definitely. And as I said, Kirk's still on that roster. How's it like being around such, I mean, you're talented on your own offensively, defensively. Do you guys like bounce off each other in a way and try to improve off each other? Yeah, uh, we do that for sure. I mean, I've watched him grow into the player he is and he's still not done growing into it. You know what I mean? But develop as a catcher, he's always been able to hit. It's always something you've always heard about coming up and then you see it firsthand, right? Uh, Catching wise though, the strides he's made over the years has been great. And it's something that, you know, I remember a couple of springs ago um, when he was in the minor leagues, we're, we're doing a catching routine before the, the game of a big league spring training game. And uh, the catching coordinator at the time brought him, brought him around just to like watch a routine and stuff. And then, you know, I've seen him develop kind of his own routine. And that's something that I think is huge for the position. It's having a routine you do every day before the game and watching him develop his own is great. And then seeing the player he's become. So it's been good. We, we bounce uh, stuff off each other. You know, I, I continue to learn. I try to learn, you know, I always say that the moment I don't, I think I know everything is when I'm going to get kicked out of this game, you know, so mm-hmm. it's always learning and stuff. So 
either scouting reports, receiving stuff. I mean, this, you know, watch video of each other or, or just talk about it too once in a while. You know what I mean? So it's all good. Just want to win, right? For sure. That's awesome. Um, you yourself were a 16th round pick in 2013. You had a solid start to your professional career, but it really took off in 2017 when you started in high A and ended in triple A. What adjustments were you able to make that season? Well, 2016. So I went through I went through a couple of years of injuries in a row. So like 14, I injured my knee, 15 hand, 15, 16, like the handmade bone, you know, that you had to get removed yeah, basically as a catcher. As a catcher, it's on the left hand. So it just kind of was it was more annoying because it's always constant like contact because it's you know I'm a catcher. Um and then at the end of 16, I realized that I needed glasses. <laughs> so I there we go. I remember I was telling uh, I was telling you know one of one of my former teammates and stuff we were driving and uh, I was like man like I don't know if I'm tired or if I really can't read that sign. It was towards the end of the year, <laughs> but like it was just bl blurry stuff, you know. And I, and I was so stubborn. I was like I must be tired all the time. Like it's no way my eyes are bad. Like baseball players you know, you, you want to have like that perfect vision. It's like, you know, so I was just stubborn, you know, myself, but after the year I went and got checked out and I had astigmatism and some correction threw some glasses on. And I was fortunate enough to go to the fall league that year. It's 2016 Arizona fall league. And I, I threw glasses on right before that and went out there and I see the ball and everything was just a world whirlwind difference. So starting in 17, I had already had more confidence because I could see it, you know? And, Definitely, and, yeah. and so, yeah, it was, it was a great, great year um all around with you know going up three different levels and stuff and then ended up at triple a and and uh you know that's that's where you got guys who have been there and you got you know prospects and you got just a, a you know a mesh of different players with a lot of experience so it was uh, it was a great year for sure yeah i'm sure it helps a ton when you could actually see the yeah, ball playing baseball it's i don't know what i was thinking but stubborn yeah i mean while we're on this path going into 2018 you played in the futures game and I would say that that was like your first time on a big national stage like that. Yeah. And you definitely made the most out of the moment hitting a home run and doing that in front of your manager, Tori Hunter. How was that? Yeah, that was cool. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was the first, like you, like you said, big thing like that and playing in a, in a big league stadium in front of a lot of people. I was anxious before that. Uh, you know what I mean? And then, and then getting that whole experience of uh, Tori Hunter, David Ortiz, um, trying to think of who else was there just a bunch of guys that it's just like wow these guys are around us you know yeah, what i mean it's, and it's coaching us too. uh so it's cool and the, and the players there and seeing those players and meeting them uh you know playing against some some of them in the minor leagues but some some not as well and then just seeing the talent in that game that game was crazy too there's so many home runs there's there a lot of home runs i was looking back at the video i mean i was watching you like around the bases you were absolutely pumped so i definitely yeah. wanted to see what you thought about that but no it, it was, was definitely it was cool. a crazy game all, all those games, futures games, seeing those young talent on like display like that. It's awesome for fans for sure. Yeah. Um, going back to your current situation with the team, um, you're set to hit free agency after the 2024 season. Have you had any long-term contract discussions yet with Toronto? Uh, no, not really. It's just going through arbitration and, uh, you know, had the you know set on a contract this year and and uh just focusing on that and focusing on this upcoming season and just trying to you know do anything i can to help the team win so um so yeah just going through arbitration and stuff this year like that love to hear it um talking about your off season on a baseball standpoint 
was there anything you focused on specifically any improvements you tried to make yeah uh yeah definitely every off season there's there's stuff you know and hold myself to a very very high standard so coming into this off season I was definitely happy with the way you know offensively uh how I ended and 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 coming into the off season I've always been a guy that's never been afraid to make some tweaks and stuff like that you know even during the season which there's been times where you know might have hurt me a little bit but I just that's all part of learning it's all part of my growth and and how I've kind of where I've become and where I'm at now and stuff so I wouldn't change it but uh yeah so going off the last year offensively I just want to build off that I want to build up what I do well and obviously I'm working you know working on some things as well offensively but but still just continue to to build off my strengths and then defensively um I feel like like I said, I hold myself to a very high standard with, with all parts of catching. I've always been a, a huge defense guy. I think it's so important. And I want to, you know, I'm making some changes of receiving, uh, just trying to quiet some stuff down for myself. And so I'm able to handle the, the lower ball a little bit better, something that I kind of struggled with the last couple of years. But I'm um, looking, uh, looking to improve on that, you know, and then throwing stuff, just all around catching things. It's just tuning it up, but it's also stuff that I want to improve a little bit on and receiving is probably the main thing for me. For sure. That's awesome. I mean, I'll have your specific numbers up here, but you finished season insanely strong offensively and even going into the postseason. I know you guys didn't make it as far as I'm sure you would have hoped, but in that wildcard game, multi-hit games, like I'm sure you couldn't have asked for a better end to the season when it came to offense, especially when you were healthy. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, man. You know, it's, it's tough when you have a couple of injuries, but um, you know, on the field and stuff, it felt great when I was playing and at, you know, at the end of the postseason too, Definitely not the way you wanted to end it, right? But um, crazy experience, experience that I'm looking forward to getting back to playing in front of the home fans in Toronto. It was nuts. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm sure. And, Especially uh, not being around them the season before. It must have been like yeah. electric there. Yeah, and the, the last couple of years where you know, we were playing at Buffalo and then, and then finally bringing it home and being in Toronto, uh, it was special. And it's something that we're going to build off of. I'm building off it for sure. And, you know, the, uh, I want to get back to it and – uh, you know, to do it again, man, and, and and obviously make it farther. But but it was it was great to have that experience and get a couple of hits too. And um, you know, so it was awesome for sure. Speaking of building off of last season, um, Blue Jays made some very significant additions this off season. To name a few: Dalton Varsho, Kevin Kiermaier, Chris Bassett, Eric Swanson, and Brandon Belt. I was wondering, yeah. have you had the chance to talk to Swanson or Bassett yet? Yeah, um, when when we got them, I, I got their numbers and sent them, sent them a text to say, welcome to the squad, what's up? Um, awesome. You know what I mean? And, and, and reach out to them. Uh, but, you know, as far as, like, you know, game planning and stuff, it's that's really, just, you know, spring training. I try to hit the ground running with these guys, with the new guys, get with them. Um, obviously, I know what they're capable of, you know, facing, facing them both uh, and just seeing them pitch. So, uh, super excited to have them. Great additions. And really looking forward to getting to know him, hitting the ground running in spring and, and going to battle. I remember following Swanson when he was in the Yankees farm system in like AAA. So it's super cool to see him have like a breakout season like that last year. Just absolutely yeah. lights out, especially in that Mariners bullpen. They're very nasty, but definitely a huge pen, addition yeah. for you guys. Yeah, definitely. And I always hear good things about just the dudes they are too, you know, the people they are too, which, big, is, yeah. which is great. Yeah, that's huge. Um. You guys obviously started off a little rough last season, or I wouldn't say rough, but based on the standards of the alleys, definitely a little slow. And there was a managerial change made mid season. 
And you essentially came up, I was looking at this, you essentially came up through the minors with John Schneider. So what did that mean to you when he took over as manager? Yeah, it's great, man. Just proud of him. You know, that was my first manager. Uh, when I got drafted and came in, I was in the GCL and I had John Schneider and it's something that we just bonded right away. Um, he's a former catcher. I remember there was times where I was changing, uh, Sal Fasano was our catching coordinator at the time and we were changing kind of my arm swing a little bit, changing things up and Schneider and I were throwing the football on the half field uh, at seven in the morning you know, for a lot, a lot of times. So, so it's cool. And I had him in 17 as well. And then uh, in 19 in the big leagues together and uh, yeah, I just known him for a very long time and know that, you know, he wants it so bad and he's worked really hard. So seeing him get that, get that gig, it, you know, it was, it was fantastic. I was you know, proud of him. Team believes him. Team believes in him as well as they signed into a three-year extension this offseason. So it's definitely huge. And it's even crazier. I mean, we saw it with the Phillies last year. They also made a change midseason and then they made it to the World Series, made it to the playoffs. So I'm sure that's even bigger for you to see that he was able to lead the squad to the postseason. Yeah, you know, it's it's something too that uh, you know, it's not an easy thing to do, right? Midseason to 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 get that and to, you know, be the manager and stuff. And then expectations are obviously high. So um, yeah, the fact that we did it and, and got there and stuff and brought it home and and it ended how we ended, you know, with in the regular season to to bring it home and all that, it's it was great. For sure. Um, touching more on 2023, we got some new rules this year, the shift ban. Yeah and all that what are your thoughts uh well i mean um obviously i, I understand the reason for the shift and how it's been such a big part um, I've, I've hit into that shift i feel like <laughs> a lot of times so i feel like everyone um, has yeah yeah everyone has and that's why that's why it's there right the data will say it so um yeah so taking away you know um i need to touch up on the rules too i know that there's i know i know the rules basically but just like the overall like they can't go on the Second baseman can't go on the other side of second base. Yeah, they can't. They can't cross that path right there. I yeah. mean, it's, there's not going to be any actual line, but I believe right. they have to stay in the infield dirt too. I could be wrong with that, but definitely yeah. some big changes. Yeah, it's interesting. You've seen how uh, how teams have have pretty much every team right shifts. A lot of guys even to the format outfield, and there's guys you know so kind of all over the place. So uh, yeah, that's that's going to be a, a change personally for me. You know, as a guy that's hitting that six hole shift a lot. I think that might open up some more hits, but um, that's just, you know, me thinking personally, a little selfishly. Uh, Definitely. But um, so, yeah, and obviously other rule changes too with, you know, the bigger bases and, and yep. uh, stoppage. Just about yeah. And um, what is it? The, the engagement where you have to pick off twice or get them out. I'm going to be like honest. I'm, I'm really <laughs> confused about the pickoff. There's so many new ones, but the bigger bases, I think, is also a huge one. It's going to be. Huge for stolen bases. I know you got your first stolen base last season. Yeah, how about that? So, yeah, I was so pumped. <laughs> yeah, so that and um, obviously just I'm sure baseball is trying to like get more offense, lead to more hits and all that. But definitely should be interesting to see how that like plays out. Well, the bases you, I think is a good one too with injury prevention because the base is bigger. Definitely. So not as much stepping on or, you know, just all the stuff that you mm -hmm. can avoid with bigger bases. So that's good. I feel um, like ever since we saw that Harper injury a few seasons ago with him, like hyper extending his knee on that base, like they were trying to figure something out with that. So definitely cool to see it come to fruition finally in 2023. Yeah. And then the, 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 the clock is a huge one too. Yeah. With that's the big, clock for sure. But I think, uh, I think that the pitch comms that we have, so oh, yeah. to eliminate the fingers, 
um, helps with that because, you know, you're going to have a certain amount of time, especially in the high leverage situations and you got guys on base and obviously, you know, instead of doing like the, the multiple signs, different sequences, mm -hmm. you got the pitch comp now. And, you know, we're all used to that, which, which is nice, but you have the clock. So I'd have to obviously understand the rules a little bit more when it starts. Yeah, yeah. Right. But you can give, you can give a sign. Uh, you can give the, the, you know, to the guy in his hat um, early as you can, you know? So maybe if it doesn't start until he's on the rubber or on the dirt, you know what I mean? So you can kind of circle around. I don't know. Cause you know, high leverage situations is when you're going to take the most time and when relievers come in and it's a huge moment in the game. For so sure. uh the fact that we've already have a year under our belt of the pitch columns helps with that, I think, for sure, big time. Definitely. Um, curious to hear how, like, fast did you adjust to the pitch column? Was it a tough adjustment for you, like, or anyone else around you? It was different. You know, at first, uh, I don't know if it's just like an old school mind that I have, but I was like, yeah, I don't want to use it. You know, I like the whole yeah. different sequences. I think it's cool. You can get really creative, but. Uh, once we got going with it and you get the feedback from, from the guys, I think one of the first times I was me and Trevor Richards were in a, in a game and he was like, I'm going to try it. So I was like, okay, I'll try it too. <laughs> and they have the, uh, earpieces for the catchers. And at the time they didn't have like, you know, towards the end of the year, I've seen guys that have like the tube that went like right in their ear mm -hmm. And at the time. It, it, I don't know if we had that early in spring. It was just like in our helmets and you can change the volume, but I didn't, I didn't figure it out. So I, <laughs> I was so rattled because I, uh, I was calling a pitch and I swear that it was the loudest thing in the world. You know what I mean? So you could hear yeah. from my, my helmet. So, uh, I remember one point I was just like backing up, like I was backing up. I'm like, what are you doing? I was, it was back there, <laughs> and I was backing up while pressing a button or like making it like walking around in a circle. Cause I was just so rattled. I didn't know how to change it down. That's and, good. uh, you know, it's, uh, not as complicated as, as I made it look, but soon after that though, I did take the earpiece out. I was like, I'm not going to have that be an excuse for anything. So I didn't even have it, but just took some time to study the buttons. And then, um, yeah, I mean, for sure at the end of spring into the opening weekend, I mean, we were full go for the most part, you know, pretty much everybody, uh, starters, I think starting pitchers kind of came onto it a little bit later, like pretty much all in on it. You know what I mean? But, Got it. Yeah, yeah. And certain guys don't even want it with, without nobody on second base, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which, I which get is it. cool, which, which I'm kind of for too, you know, with making a slide step sign instead of having like a present two buttons. You know, for sure, with guys not on second base, so interesting, but uh, adjusted pretty quickly. I'd say. I think I was reading something. I don't know if it was mid-season or like spring training that, obviously, like there's a robot voice and you could change it to like your voice. Did you ever play around with that? Yeah, I never did it. We had uh, our bullpen coaches. I think did it at one point, but like when you turn it up really loud or something with, uh, I don't know if it was just like the pitch of it, but it didn't really. It did. It was kind of tough and challenging. The last thing we needed to get cross up <laughs> because yeah, of, of the voice thing. So um so yeah but uh you can get creative with that thing remember hedges i think also had just had like good play you remember seeing that story and he, oh he yeah, had, like, yeah, a, yeah. A, button, a button on it the personalized uh, yeah definitely yeah cool so get creative with it uh, i think just the standard one is what we use though just because it was just it, it it sounded the best at like max volume so for sure um do you have any general goals for 2023 uh defensively offensively or even just like as a team yeah, um, you know, most of my goals is do everything I can to help the team win and get, get back to the postseason. You know, uh, you know, personally, I just want to be able to pass that baton to the next guy every at bat, not giving any at bats away and stick into my mind. I mean, I could dive deeper into it where I want to be able to, um, you know, have that same mindset where I was feeling, you know, last year where it's 
something that I think that I've turned a leaf on over the last couple of years because I've definitely struggled at the plate, uh, but I've learned from it. And it's like, it's not necessarily, you know, my swing. And I've years, you know, years ago, I thought that I needed to change, make some changes with stuff, but I've just kind of owned my swing last year and said, this is what I'm good at. This is what my strengths. So for me, my goals are to continue to have that mindset, you know, and there'll be times where I have to make an adjustment for sure. And I will do that, but um, it's just to kind of keep that, that simple mindset for, for me that works for me, you know, and not, not change really that, you know, and to go into the season and, you know, compete, compete my tail off and help it, help the team offensively and defensively the best I can. And just, you know, be a team leader and, and, uh, and try to win as many ball games as possible. You know what I mean? That's, that's the overall goal, right? So whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. How's it like being in a lot of, I have to ask this as a baseball fan. <laughs> How's it like being in a lineup with guys like Bo Bichette, Vlad, George Springer? It's got to be awesome, right? Yeah, it's cool. No, it's good. These guys are, are you know, extremely talented. Uh, you know, I think Bo, you know, knowing Bo and playing with him over the years, you know, he's such a mature, like, approach, you know, for, for you know, I guess, you know, younger dude, right? He's always had, like, this mature approach. So, I like picking not only his brain, but, but all their brains, all their minds and, and, you know, to see about what they think and kind of how they go about their routines and stuff like that. These guys are very, very good. Right. So you can learn from them and see what they do. And it's always fun to be in that lineup with them. And, uh, you know, I was hitting nine a lot. So you got Springer behind. So I'm trying to pass that baton any way I can to get them up. And, uh, it's cool. It's, it's a, it's a great lineup. It's fun to be a part of. Yeah. I mean, like you said, as good as an offensive season as you had last year and still hitting nine really just speaks measures about like how good the team is around you. So it's got to feel good. Yeah, for sure. All right. I got some rapid fire questions for you and then I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you go, but All right. five yeah. rapid fire. Uh, just don't think just answer. So we'll start it off now. Who has the nastiest pitch out of everyone on the pitching staff and what pitch is it? Uh, I'd say probably God's a splitter. There you go. Um, go to pregame meal. Bunch of sandwich, incredible. <laughs> Minor league style, love to hear it. Yeah. Um, do you have like a most underrated prospect or minor leaguer heading into 2023 for the Blue Jays? Off the top of your head. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh God. No, why don't you fire some at me? Fire some at me, though. So I can, Ricky, Ricky Tiedemann. Uh, I don't oh, know yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes. He's a beast. Uh, I was watching some of his film, like, a couple of days ago. Absolutely insane left-hander. I'd be so excited if I was a Blue Jays fan. To yeah. Him on the no, team. I, I, seen that guy, I seen that guy pitch. I was rehabbing in low A. Uh, oh, really? My first rehab, yeah. And I heard about him. And then he's a big dude. And he's a lefty. And apparently, you know, I just heard, heard all about him. I saw him. And, yeah, he's nasty. I yeah, he, he absolutely shoved last quickly. Season. It was his first pro season, too. He just lights out. And now he's the number one prospect right now on the top 30. We'll see if that changes. But he's definitely going to be a big difference maker on the team, I'm sure, in a few years. Yeah, that's that's that'd be the one then. All right. Um, pre-game hype song. Pre-game hype song? Really anything like uh, like EDM. You know, anything that's like... Yes, sir. <laughs> Love that. You know, uh, or Boston, or Boston, you know, the rock and roll band too. Okay. Yeah, I like yeah. to go in the weight room really quick before the game and, and get ready, get my body ready. And I'll, I mean, anything loud, but really those, those either it's like EDM or it's, it's some Boston old school. There you go. Um, last one. Who's the goat of baseball in your opinion? The goat of baseball? Yes, sir. Oh, man. Let's see here. Like all time. All time. Doesn't need to be active. 
<laughs> all time, <laughs> all time best player. I mean, oof. let's see here. Golly. Take I think time. that Mike Trout, Mike Trout's got the chance to be the goat. <laughs> I respect that. Definitely respect that. Um, one of my favorite players of all time, Mickey Mantle. Big on that as a Yankee fan. I respect that too. Yeah. Yep. Um, goat of all time. I don't know who's yours. Yeah, I was about to say for me, I, I want to say Bond still. Obviously, the steroid thing. It's rough, but he'll be my goat. I just I don't understand like some like nights I just look at his baseball reference page and just absolutely wonder what that was like to see because obviously I wasn't around to watch him play live. But yeah, no, that's I, a good I one think he's too. the goat. Yeah. yeah, no, pretty incredible. Um, yeah, that's a good one. For sure. Well, that's all I have for you. I appreciate you being the first guest. And uh, yeah, best of luck this season. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.